While I was working at Queen of All Saints, I was asked one year to run their RCIA program, which the Adult Faith Formation Program. And there was a woman there who was becoming Catholic, and she was a very successful businesswoman. She was a very fine human being as well. And she was working with a startup company, and she was extremely good at what she did. So I think it was around 2008, there was a downturn, a big downturn, and everybody was firing people like hundreds and hundreds, like thousands. So many people were losing their jobs, well-qualified people. So she told me the story about how she, she was doing fine, her company was doing fine, but they called her into an office and said, there's been a downtown, downturn in the economy. So we're going to cut your salary in half. And if you do not accept it, well, here is your package deal that uh, severance pay. So she looked at the, listened to what they said about the severance pay, and then she says, put that in writing. So later that day, they put it in writing, and she said she will think about it. She might have said she's going to pray about it as well. But what she did was she went to another company and she asked and, you know, she went out and see could she get a job elsewhere. So not only did she get a job elsewhere, she got a promotion and she got an increase in salary. And the next day she went back to them and said, I'm ready to take the severance package. Oh, they said, hold on, we really didn't mean it. Uh, we'll give you your job back and we'll give you an increase in salary as well. Because they knew she was so valuable. She said, no, thank you, goodbye, give me my severance package, which was very good. So she came out on top, they lost. But where I'm going with this is the, the viciousness that, can, that people have to operate in, in, in the world in which we live today, especially in the business world. I met two professors of industrial psychology during the week, and two young women, and they're very accomplished academics, and they had just published a paper. And the paper they had published was saying that, for example, if I was an executive at a company, and I saw a young woman who had a great future, and if I made a decision, it could be young man, young woman, it doesn't matter who it is, but if I saw somebody who had promised, if I began promoting them, or saying that they should be given a chance, the net result is that the person promoting somebody that they see promise in, they end up being demoted and punished themselves. And this is a research that's empirical, that stands up to the evidence that is there. So anybody who shows any vulnerability at all in the commercial world, or any kind of desire for somebody else to be advanced, ends up losing out themselves. Now I wonder about people who spend, sometimes some of our parishioners, 60 and 70 hours a week in an environment like this, how destructive it can be in a person's life.
because if you're eating and drinking this for 70 hours a week, it is inevitable that it's going to determine who you are as a human being. And it is very destructive to our health and especially to our spirituality. There's one gentleman I knew who would come to church every day after work and sit down and pray for half an hour because he said, I do not want to take home to my children what I have to live with during my work hours because it is so destructive. And I think this is what Jesus is getting at in the gospel of today because he knows that there are, he knows that the world in which we live in is a world that can be incredibly destructive to our well-being. Uh, it need not only be in work, it may be in family situations, it may be in health, it may be somebody just diagnosed with cancer, it may be so many things that happen in life that can bring a very destructive message into our lives. It can become what we eat and drink. It can become our identity, and that will determine how we are in the world. The most important thing about dealing with a destructive message is that we have a counter-message and a counter-witness. And that is exactly what the Eucharist is all about. It is a counter-message from God to anything destructive, anything that is soul-destroying that we encounter in our lives. On Holy Thursday, we have the washing of the feet, and there's a beautiful image there where Jesus removes his outer robes. And that's very symbolic of Jesus showing us who the heart of God is. He gives us an insight into the innermost nature of God. And that is what the Eucharist is. It's an insight into the innermost nature of God. And what does Jesus do? Very simply, he takes the bread and he gives thanks for it. A realization and the truth that who we are and all we have is a gift from God. There's no such thing as a self-made man or woman. Everything is a gift. And Jesus acknowledges the gift and the gift giver in, in giving thanks to God when he's sitting down with his disciples, knowing that he's coming to the end of his life. Now, when he takes the bread, he is not just taking anything. What he is doing is this bread represents his embodied life. Everything he believed in, everything he said, everything he did, every miracle he performed, every teaching he gave, every relationship he had. It is his innermost identity is in this bread. And then what is freely given must be freely shared. 
And that is why he breaks it and he gives it. And he gives this to his disciples and he feeds them in this way with his, with his body and with his blood. The sacred sacredness of what Jesus is doing in, in, in that the God who we worship is a God who loves to love life into each one of us. And that is what Jesus is doing. He is counteracting so many destructive messages that can come into our lives. And this giving is, is, is a presence that is constantly in our lives, a giving of love, a giving of forgiveness, a giving of peace, a giving of his presence to us and with us in love and sustaining us in love in everything we will ever encounter in our lives. There is a quote I just read. I, can't rem I want to read it because I will mess it up if I don't. And uh, it is, I think it's very beautiful. Um, when we eat material food, like if, when I have breakfast this morning, it becomes us. But when we eat spiritual food, we become it. It's a very beautiful line. And that is what God wants for us in the Eucharist, that when we receive it, that we become it. And what is the it that we become? That we too will embody everything that Jesus believed in, every action that Jesus manifested God's love, every word that he proclaimed of healing, acceptance, forgiveness. So the mystery of the Eucharist is incredibly relevant in our lives today. And Jesus would go as far as to say that if you don't receive this, my bread, my body, and blood, you cannot ever have happiness or peace in your life. He puts it very explicitly. It is not something you can ignore. It is not something you can turn your back on. If you don't physically take his body and blood into you, then you won't become it. You will be determined by the many destructive messages that are out there, and they will never bring you life and life in its fullness.